You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we got Keon Brooks, PJ Fuller. You limping a little bit, PJ, you okay? Say it again. You limping a little bit? Oh yeah, I'm good, I'm good. I'll be all right. Perfect. Off to a little bit slow start offensively in the in the first half. Just first game rust, or you know, you just looked like you maybe made some adjustments in the second half. Um, maybe the, the nerves were going a little bit. First game of the season. Um, but yeah, like you said, we, we figured it out in the second half for sure. Um, and a little bit towards the end of the first half. Um, but it was just a team effort. We all kind of started figuring it out. We all started clicking, um, and we got it done. Hey, it was like 22 to 16, and then you guys made that run at the end of the half. I believe they missed their next 12 uh, shots there. What just happened during that run? Um, we uh, switched our defense. We were in man to start the game. They got a couple open looks, some miscommunication stuff that messed up here and there, so then we went, went to our zone, and our zone just gave them trouble. Um, we knew they wanted to get it into Jones. He was going to look in to be a, um, a passer. Mm-hmm. So once we threw it into him, once they threw it into him, we fanned out and just took away the three. And man, I'll take anybody. I mean, I'll take our biggest against anybody trying to finish against them yeah, uh, at the rim. <clears throat> I mean, for like, uh, perhaps for the first time, did you see maybe, you know, how effective the zone can be? Because I'm sure with you, DJ, like you, sure. you've seen that before, yeah, yeah. but you can't just to kind of see a team kind of shut down like that. Yeah, um, it was good to see that because in practice sometimes, you know, things don't don't go your way when you're trying to do it and you have growing pains. Sometimes you get discouraged with it. But to see how well we went out there and executed the game plan, we went to our zone, that was encouraging. Now we just got to keep building on that. We've had some, you know, some mishaps here and there, but we still got to keep, um, you know, filing those things away and we'll keep getting better at it. Mm-hmm. PJ, you guys had a big size advantage, but in the first half, it just seemed like you guys were just willing to take the jump shots instead of going inside. And when you did, you had some success. Was there a little bit more of an effort later on to just get it in deeper? Um, our coaches kind of just told us, all right, no more of that. They're too small. Just get in there, get in the paint, um, touch paint, get paint touches, make plays for your teammates or make a play for yourself. Um, and we started doing that, and that was the outcome. Are you guys glad to get this one out of the way? It seems like season openers are never very artistic for anybody. Absolutely, and it was, I mean, we had our scrimmage uh, the other day, our exposition game, but it was finally, we were finally happy to get to play against somebody else besides ourselves, so it was fun. Hey, can you um, describe the play, um, the like half court, see two, two guys at you? I'm not sure exactly what you did. Did you go behind uh, your back yeah. or your legs? Or? Behind the back. Uh, I just, me personally, I like to push the ball, get out and run. 
um, and, you know, find the open guy. And I just got the ball on the rebound or outlet, and I just was dribbling and seen somebody step up, and I just kind of reacted and made a move, and somebody else was to my left, just reacted again and kind of just played basketball. And then there was a, a guy at the rim, but... I should have dunked on him. Uh, Noah was out in the second half. It looks like you had to take a little bit of point responsibility. How how comfortable are you doing that? Have you um, done much of that? Yeah, me and Noah, we we battle every single day in practice. Like I'll be the point guard on one team, and he'll be the point guard on the other team. So, like I have um, like some you know experience doing that uh, just from practice. Obviously, it's different in the game, but um, I'm comfortable 100. percent Keon, this is your first year here. You know, what did you learn about the team tonight? In the this is really the first game. Uh, you you can see that we're resilient. Um, stuff didn't go our way to start the game. Like I said, we had some just some careless turnovers. You know, our, our nerves were probably getting to us a little bit. And it's just it's just a joy to play with these guys too. Like it's everything to come full circle, man. I mean, me and him been friends since 13, 14 years old. Right. Now that we're here playing together, like it's, it's surreal. So I'm just happy to be playing here. Got a great staff, great teammates. Hey man, I'm, I'm just fine. It's just fun being here, and I love all these dudes. Keon, how, how did you describe your mentality? Because it seemed like when you guys had that scoring job in the first half, you were still trying to find ways to get the ball and score even if it's from the free throw line. Just kind of take me through your mentality. I just think we were struggling a little bit, and um, I seen one go in, and just quite frankly, I just I just feel like I couldn't be guarded from none from my spots. He's a uh, pro. <laughs> my teammates did me did an excellent job of giving me the ball where where I could operate. Then from there, it was just, you know, just relying on my training, the stuff I work on every day. And um, got a couple to fall, got it going a little bit. And then after that, you know, my teammates started knocking down threes, getting tip dunks. I mean, it was it was a team effort. I can't say I did all on my own, but they did a really good job, you know, finding me where I could operate at. Keon, I was just curious. Um, you mentioned, you know, PJ a long time. What initiated you coming to Washington? Did they call you in the portal or did PJ call you? Or, or how did this how did this happen? Um, well, once I decided I wanted to go, was it going to go back to Kentucky and taking my name out the draft? Um, they were in contact with my with my parents and my older brother. Um, because at that point I was kind of shutting everything out, trying to focus on that draft process. But then once I, you know, pulled my name, you know, Coach Conroy was tremendous in recruiting me and my family. Um, I knew they had PJ. I knew how good he was, how talented he was, and of course, like I said, we've been friends for a long time. That was also what kind of pulled me here. And then, you know, when I got on the phone with Coach Chop, that kind of sealed the deal. Just the, the excitement that he had for me being a part of this team. And I seen the guys that they had, and I just knew I could fit in. And, you know, I see it as a family environment. I wanted to be a part of it. So Conroy was the ignition point then? Uh... Yeah, Conroy did his thing. <laughs> either, either one of you or both, when you take a look at this first game and you start looking at the film, is there anything that you are real curious to see on film or are you going to fast forward to – you know, see what happened or focus on? That's a great question. Make, will I make some damn free throws? <laughs> <laughs> um, nothing in particular for myself. Well, maybe uh, taking care of the ball a little bit better. Um, that's very important for me right now. I've been trying to work on that. Um, but nothing in particular, but definitely going to go back and watch the game and just, you know, see all the With Big Frank underneath the basket. I mean, you were here last year with Nate. What's, yeah. what's it like? going in for an offensive rebound with Frank's in there and Braxton? Um, you don't really want to go in there if they're down there at all. No, that's their paint. They, that's their paint. Coach Hop told them that they can write their name on the floor. That, that paint belongs to them.
So I thought you good. What made you? What, what did you feel you needed to improve on? So when you pulled the game out of the draft, just kind of what did you feel you needed to work on when you came to Washington? What did they say you wanted? Did you feel like you can grow, improve? Um, even like beyond just the the simple of just want to get better at everything. I'm a ball player. I want to get one percent better every day. They they help. They told me they help me. You know, find myself again. Find the the love that I had before when I was. You know, playing like myself and being the best version of myself. So, and all these dudes have done a great job of supporting me on my good days, my bad days. The tone never changes. So, I would just say that they've been they've been amazing. I just like I can't say I love being around these dudes. Last question: When do you feel you started, when do you feel you lost that love? I'm not gonna say I lost the love for it, but sometimes you when you go through some stuff, you get a how do I put it? You kind of kind of forget like. I forgot how good I really was. For sure. Yeah, like, so being around them and them supporting me every day was, was amazing. Coach Hop does a great job of pouring love and confidence into all his players. So that's something I wanted to be a part of. I feel like something that I needed, and it's been great so far. I'm going to keep pushing it forward. One last question, PJ. In the second half, you made a lay-in and you pointed to somebody in the stands. Is that your dad? Uh, no, my brother. He was over there. My brother and his brother, actually. I see them. They were sitting right there. <laughs> And they've been those watching me the whole time. So how's it feel to have family in the stands? Yeah, amazing, amazing. It'll never get old. Appreciate you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good to be back. Uh, This game has started. You can see uh, a little bit of nerves. Uh, Didn't have any rhythm. We were fouling, being really, really aggressive. You could say they wanted it so much that we were trying a little bit too hard. Uh, Able to get into a timeout. Uh, everybody was in foul trouble and just told them just sit back, take a deep breath. Uh, we went in, we played zone, and then we went on a 15-1 run, I think, at the end of the first half, which got us to get momentum, take control of the game, and uh, was really proud of how the guys responded. Uh, Weber's a very good offensive team. Uh, Dylan Jones is preseason player of the year in their league. He's you know, a guy who can find guys, and, and we defended the three-point line well. That's what we wanted to do. Um, and for the most part, we broke down a couple times. As coaches, you never want to see them make one when you say that's what you want to do. But to hold them for 4-23, to 23, I thought was a big part of the game tonight and us finishing with rebounding. So really excited and happy for our guys. You called at the beginning of the year the double-headed monster, the dual-headed monster. Yeah. It just looked like that played out exactly like that with Braxton getting in foul trouble, sending in Frank. He played well. Frank fouls out. Braxton able to come in. You just don't drop off. They're just the, – both of them are so unique. And they protect the paint, and they rebound. I mean, the bottom line is, is we held them to a low percentage, but we're, you know, I think they only had one second chance point, which was big. Um, our guys really responded, but those two guys, they solve a lot of problems with our team, especially on the defensive end. Well, what happened to Noah? Uh, Noah did a little euro step at the end of the half, and uh, you know, sprained his whatever, you know, just bothered him. So we just said, just sit out and. Put Cole in there and, and Keon. And, uh, better be safe than sorry. And 
uh, coal was cramping, yeah. and so uh, more electrolytes or pickle juice. <laughs> they say that helps. Hey, um, um, obviously every game will be different, but just the idea of starting with the man, and if, and if things go sort of all, you know sideways, then you go to the zone to really shut teams down. You know what? We have a very long and athletic team. Uh, guys came from really good man-to-man programs. Uh, our staff's done a good job. Uh, you know, teaching how we want to play it. We got a little bit too aggressive today, and they call those fouls, so that's something that we got to learn. But it can be great for us. Um, we feel comfortable in it. Uh, but uh, I was concerned about the zone, and uh, <laughs> they did a really good job. That's a funny thing. You never know how they're going to respond, and those guys really responded well um, tonight. From a team perspective, this is the fewest points you've allowed in the season over since you've been here. Do you feel like this as a cohesive unit that's kind of clicked maybe earlier than other teams? I just think these guys take pride. You know, we, we, we emphasize a lot of on the defensive end, and that's where we want to, you know, hang our hat. And also, you know, great defense can be our best offense. We're pretty good in transition. And so, uh, you know, I was just, you know, we talked about transition defense. They only scored uh, two points in transition. And uh, we, you know, we try to hold them five threes or less, and we held them to four. And those are winning numbers for us, regardless of who we play, and they executed that tonight. It, in the first half, it just seemed like you guys were settling for jump shots quite a bit, and things really started to change yeah. when you started going into the hole. Cole going in real hard, Noah going in real hard, TJ going in Yeah, hard. you know what? We, we, uh, we know we have a motion offense, which is supposed to open up the middle where we can attack. Uh, we were standing a little bit, and I think that was a little bit due to the nerves. Uh, you know, we weren't moving in the second half. We had a couple possessions where we moved it, moved it, what we're supposed to do, and we were able to attack the middle and get all the way to the basket. Um, you know, we've got, uh, especially when we have three guards out there, we become pretty dynamic with that. Um, so, yeah, it was a lack of movement, not necessarily ball movement, player movement. Just the things that you saw from Keon Brooks in his uh, debut were what? I just, uh, you know, he's just an unselfish player. He rebounded. Uh, I believe, you know, you know. Th- listen, you're at a new place, playing your first college basketball game in a new environment. There's going to be the nerves, and I think that's he's a he's a he's an 80 85 percent foul shooter. So he just had one of those those days. But you know, you know, the one thing that you know you can do is you can depend on them, and I can say that for a lot of our players, you can depend on them, and it's not always going to be pretty. It's not always going to be roses. We were down six with whatever, and those guys responded. And that was the learning moment tonight with our team is how we responded. And we're going to be in games like that. And, and the tough teams, great teams, find a way. And they did. They, they bonded together and did it. And did, did you have to uh, talk to Keon a little bit when you pulled him off? I took him out early. I wanted him to be the second one. I'm like, buddy, you've been playing your whole life. Just Are you having fun? I had them lean back, breathe, and put their foot over their leg over there. <laughs> Just relax, breathe. We're good, you know. I, you know, so it's it's, it's such a mental a mental thing, and they just they just want it so bad, and you realize that it, you got to let it happen, and you, and to be a great team, it's got to be together, and that was the fun thing is seeing these guys just bond together. Mia starting again over uh, Frank. Is there anything to read with one starting over the other? No, you know, I think both of them uh, bring something different to the game. I've said this before, and everybody, I know it's the corny coaching deal when they say you have eight starters, but literally Noah Williams went out uh, tonight uh, with an injury, and we played P.J. and Cole and, and Keon Minifield. We've, that's, that's great teams have great depth. We have great depth. 
Um, and so on any given night, you know, Frank can start and, and Braxton can come in. But knowing that you have a defensive enforcer and an offensive, uh, you know, enforcing type of player is a, is a luxury. A lot of teams are lucky to have one. We have two. The uh, things that you saw from PJ at the point guard spot in that second half. You know what? He made a couple. You know, PJ's a he's a Tom Cruise and Top Gun, the first one, not the second one. And I say that like he's the guy who's going to circle. You know, he does some stuff where he's going to make some mistakes, but I love when he's aggressive. He wouldn't be, you know, he's maverick. Like he, he wants to go. Like he missed the one layup, and he could see him. Like and then he comes back and he makes the, the right one. He takes the charge. Like, you can't. He's going to make some mistakes, but boy, he's all out for the win, and he's giving you 110 percent. Um, and I just love his. I just love how he plays. He's playing with his heart. He's just playing for his teammates. He's making some mistakes. We'll clean those up. But um, I, lo- I loved his effort, the exhibition game in this last game for sure. Do you think your guards uh, may have to practice the alley oop lob there to like big, big? When he threw it underhand, I was literally going no. Time and score. But uh, those are all learning lessons. He hasn't played the point in a long time. He was put out there, but. You know, we were able to, to win the game and, and have a lot of great lessons to learn. And uh, excited for that. Keon Menafield, it's tough to take your eyes off of him. When he does something, it just seems to explode. It just happens yeah. really, really quick. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, when I was in college, they called me the human hack. I averaged a foul every 4.7 minutes I played my junior year. I think he had three fouls in maybe five and a half minutes tonight. But he's special. That kid offensively, when he came in, like he just ha- knows how to do it. He's going to have an exciting year for us. You can just tell he just has it. We went one four low, a little bit like Jalen Noel, and you could just see him dancing with the ball. Got a lot to learn, um, but he's uh, he's a special talent. Are you getting calls like, "Where'd you find this guy?" That's when you have a good staff like I do. You have your great assistant coaches who know to find talent, and then. Uh, you know, that's what it's all about. You get a special player like that. How did you find him? Did you see him in summer? So we were at EYBL uh, watching. He led the EYBL in scoring. We were there to see another kid. Uh, we have a few kids from the City Rocks. They were playing. And he had he had 20 in the second half. And uh, you were kind of like, oh, my gosh, what was I watching? And uh, a couple coaches from the area that he's from, I don't want to get into the schools. I said, hey, uh, the name of the coach, that kid's unbelievable, thinking like, and he looked at me like I was crazy. And you found out that who was recruiting them, they weren't recruiting them. Because a lot of times you don't go in those areas because, you know, the local teams, they're never leaving. And uh, we had a couple connections. Our staff did a great job recruiting them and believe he's going to be the biggest sleeper in the freshman class. He's that special. Do you think you guys will be able to play your man-to-man defense the, the way it's been called it this year? I, yeah, we will we'll be able to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Last one for Coach. Go dogs! Let's go! Come on, big year! Fans, come! CBS Tonight.
MTV's hottest show is Fire Country. I'm not a hero. I'm in orange for a reason. They're taking 12 months off your sentence. You're free. Lady. With a special epic season finale. Now that I'm out, I need something to get me up in the morning. You are a firefighter. Used to be. That will be unforgettable. In the name of your life's happiness, go get your girl. She's getting married tomorrow. Says, when do you let anything get in the way of what you want? The Fire Country season finale tonight, 9, 8 central on CBS and streaming on Paramount+.